Hey, Barrett Coldeye, how can I help? This is Dr. John Mango. Can I look at your brain? We've got a relationship problem on line one. I'm on it. Crikey, we've got a ghost problem and people are scared. Consider it done. Just got a call. The kid's in danger. Let's team up. Interviews, quizzes and chat. Brain news, lifestyle and facts. Be found here. And much more. On Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. On this week's episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, we'll be helping out a woman who has a man-cat. I'll be doing the first ever A to Z of brains. Guess what letter I'll be doing. And our resident tabloid journalist has got some dirt on Channing Tatum. Back again on another episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. How are you doing, Mango? I am great, thank you. Cold, I am. I've got a question yes. for you. Oh, okay. I think I know the answer. What? Our new music, is it too funky or is it the perfect level of funky? It's too funky. Oh. But then too funky means good funky. Yeah, we're sort of trailblazers in that respect. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. How have you been doing? What have you been doing? Tell us all about it. Well, Barrett, I've been wondering if I should get another project on the go. Oh, right. And not another one. What does that mean? Well, every other project that you've started has not really ended very well, has it? Well, yeah, but some of them were sort of outside my wheelhouse, you know, like the Chinese restaurant. Outside, you know, and the the brain bus. Well, it's brains, wasn't it? Yeah, but is that still going? No. So... well, there you go. I'm thinking... Animals' brains. Yeah. Maybe I could have a poke around with them. Okay. Uh, what animals? Um, small birds. They have small... Do they have brains? Yeah, they just... Do they have brains? Yeah. Of course. You never heard the phrase bird-brained? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, I have heard of that. So they have very small brains, but they're, they're still brains. Right. So I could have a go well, with them. I mean, they're quite interesting. They can talk and stuff, can't they, some birds? Yeah, I guess so. I've never heard a bird talk before. That's pretty astounding. So, I'm just... Yeah, I've never considered about animals' brains. So, what animals don't have a brain, then? Jellyfish don't have brains, I don't think. They've got a big, like, bulbous bit on the top of their head. Is that not their brain? It's just a head, I think. It's just full of water and jelly. How can they see? I think they just sort of smell. Where's their nose? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think of that. Well, I'm not a nose doctor. I'm a brain doctor, so... No, that's true. Yeah, I'm asking the wrong person here. Fish have so, brains. Anything furry... Fish have brains? Yeah, anything furry has a brain. Birds have brains, right. albeit small. Um, snakes what? don't have a brain. What? No. So this is really confusing to me. Snakes don't have brains. So how do they work then? Instinct. Instinct? Yeah, you don't need a brain for that. But they have eyes. Yeah. So where do their eyes go? Just sort of into them, just muscles, I guess. Right. We should get a vet on here. Yeah, we should actually. Vet brains. Yeah, maybe, maybe they could we'll teach do that me. in the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we'll, we'll be able to figure this out. 
Um, well, on my front, to be honest, I, again, have just been pushing the podcast like mad yeah. now. Okay, good. Uh, if you remember last week, I said that I was, like, getting in touch with Joe Rogan and people like yeah, that. Yeah, I still don't remember. Now, I did get is. a response back from Joe Rogan. He did? Yeah. Right, what did he say? So it said, thank you for your email. Joe Rogan is not currently available for any sort of podcast guest announcements. Um as you know he's he, well he didn't say this in the email but you know what he's like right you know? yeah um and it said um could you please direct any inquiries to the um i think it said like reception desk or something like right. that right uh the funny thing is it wasn't signed off by joe rogan it was just signed off by uh joe rogan experience team why don't we have a team we do have a team it's me and you yeah but it'd be fun to have some other people to get to do stuff wouldn't it I guess so. But um no, it was really quick though. It came like it came like directly after I sent the email, which was like incredible, to be honest. Right. They must have been pretty like, fast on it. They must have a big team. Like yeah, five seconds. I was like, how the hell did they write that Jeez. in five seconds? It must pretty um, impressive. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Um anyway, yeah, so that's that's the sort of where we are with sort of getting guests on the show uh i haven't got any response from anyone else but at least joe rogan decided to yeah yeah that's know, nice give us a reply yeah. it's nice of him so yeah um have you got any follow-ups from last week john um, just on the subject of pushing the podcast i haven't had a reply oh, yeah. off uh loose women or polo grady so just putting that you didn't get one no, no reply okay not even, well, not even know, off the maybe team. they just haven't seen it yet yeah that's true no, Paul LeGrady yeah. did see it. Oh, yeah, you said yeah. he did, didn't he? At least women might not have done. Like, and it, maybe maybe Paul's just really taking his time over it. Yeah, he might have done that thing, I think, where you just open a message and forget about it. Maybe send him another one, then. Yeah, I'll do that after this, then. Yeah, just give him a little yeah. push. So, John, have you got any sort of thoughts that you've had since we've done last week's episode? Any sort of things that you want to bring up? Yeah, so I didn't analyse this on um, Psychonauts, if you remember. Well, yep. There's another game. There's another one. Well, the... Psychonauts 2. Oh, there's another one. Okay. So I've been, uh, I just started that. Brilliant. Are we going to do an analyze that on that? I might do. It's, it's brilliant. It's bigger, brainier, brighter. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. So that's good. a little tease for something in the future. Mm hmm. Um, so I've got a follow up from last week. Uh, do you remember, I don't remember his name, but Alien Bar Guy. Alien Bar, Alien Bar, yes. I yeah, so he, he was, um, if for those not in the know, he was in Tunbridge Wells and he opened a Alien Bar-themed bar. Yeah. And he wasn't getting any sort of custom in because Tunbridge Wells isn't really an alien crowd. So in our sort of wisdom, we decided to, like, put on a hoax sort of thing. Yeah. So we got him down to the zoo to get a iguana yep. to be he like a little alien well. mascot he was successful in his his capture of an yeah, iguana we, we got it yeah from sort of i'd say semi-legal ways of getting yeah. animals it was sort of a, a, a bit of a dodgy guy at the zoo but we got through there uh so basically i got a follow-up from him saying that uh the iguana on the first day got run over right yeah um so he said that sort of his main, the thing that he tried to teach the iguana on the first day was not to cross the road. Right, so right? he didn't do that very well then. No, well, he like 
he did it and sort of there was about six or seven times they went and then the iguana went on the road about four or five times but the last time he did it the iguana just went straight down the pavement he was like okay he's learned from that yeah. now i'm gonna let him do it on its own and then he let him out sort of no people came in uh, to the, to right, the bar right and then he sort of was like when he was closing up the iguana hadn't come back yet so he was like okay where where's he where is he and then he went outside and like about probably two steps away from outside of the bar, yeah. there was dead iguana bits all over the floor. So no wonder he was not getting any customers in. Right. Flat as a pancake, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's a bit of a sad story, isn't it? But just, I guess, maybe the iguana was the wrong animal? Yeah, I guess if you're going to train an iguana, don't do it near any roads. Yeah. Anyway... It's a problem solved, wasn't it? Yeah, because we did yeah, solve solved, something. Yeah. yeah. There's no need to reopen the case. No, no need. No. What about this letter, John? Nah, too boring. This one seems tasty. This one's got us all over it. I don't know what to advise with this one. I just can't decide. Well, we've got to pick one of them. It's the featured problem. All right, and that little jingle there sounds the featured problem bell, uh, which is ringing in my ears as we speak. Now, featured problems. This week, we've got a featured problem from a woman called Billy. Right. Have you ever met a woman called Billy before? No, I never met Billy Piper, sadly, but I did watch her on the TV. Okay. So I don't think this is Billy Piper. Oh, but shame. You know, you never know. Um, here we go, then. Hello, CWS. Uh, that's uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda for those nine that know. First of all, can I just say how impressed I am with the new podcast relaunch? I just love the colour of the brain on your logo. Now, there you go. Who was it we had on last week? McQueen Joyner, who said our brain was rubbish. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, well, take that, McQueen. Uh, right, this is the best letter. Anyway, on to the problem. My husband, Landon has an awful habit of defecating in our cat litter tray. After little Tinkle passed away last year, Landon wanted to keep her little litter tray as a sentimental thing. But now I can see the real reason why he kept it. Every time I come home from work, I am greeted with a big dollop of excrement that I have to clean up. I always ask Landon to clean up after himself, but he says that he, quote, doesn't know what to do, end quote. Guys, can you sort this out with some good advice for me? Thanks, Billy. Okay. Right. You seem a bit sort of shell-shocked there, I to be honest, John. I'm just sort of picturing it. Well, I think, to be honest, less picturing the better for this one. Yeah, maybe. So Landon's squatting over the... Uh, oh, you said don't picture it. Yeah. Um, go on, you go first. I need to just collect my thoughts on that. All right, so... Well, I think the first question to ask is, do they have a toilet? Yeah, yeah. Do, do they? I don't know. Let's uh, let's Google something. How many houses have toilets? Okay, it says 99% of houses right. in the UK have a toilet. Probably in the 1% then. All right. Well, where does she go then? Window. Window. Yeah. 
Well, that would be good, actually. If they had, like, the, the bins just below the window, they could go straight in. Right, so, um, let's, let's, let's collect our thoughts. Yeah, let's I think uh, I'm, yeah. evaluate. I think, first of all, it's perfectly understandable to keep a litter tray for sentimental value. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as it's clean. Well, it's not now. No. But, yeah, it, it, it would have been before all this happened. So the way we've got to sort this out is that they can keep the litter tray, yeah. but that Landon decides to, you know, yeah. do his business elsewhere. No messing in it, please. What about if he bought a, a second litter tray? Yeah, just for him. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you can write, like, his name on it and then write, was it Tinkle? Tinkle's name on the other one. Yeah. And uh, he'll know which one it is then. Another thing as well is the more times that Landon does defecate in his tray, give him a treat afterwards because that'll encourage him. If he defecates anywhere else as well, tell him off. You know, don't yeah. don't yell at him, but just be sort of firm with him so he knows his boundaries. Also, what you can do as well, if he starts doing it elsewhere, you can literally like pick him up and sort of drag him over to the litter room. Yeah, and as long as you're quick enough, it won't fall out, you know, on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can do that. Um, also, probably best to check his eating habits if he's doing it often. So yeah. only feed him maybe in the mornings and the evenings. Yeah, give him the right amount of fiber. Yeah, yeah, give him that. And um, also make sure he's getting enough playtime as well. Make sure he's getting enough playtime because then that'll make just the the... The energy that would be lost from sort of eating will go further and then he won't poo as yeah, much. Yeah, less stool. So, so I think if you give him some toys maybe, yeah, uh, yeah. maybe sort of play with him for a bit, he will, um, I think he'll pretty much be fine, I think, and you'll, you'll, you'll have this whole problem sorted, I think. Also, ask him if he'd like one with a roof on as well because, you know, some people do prefer that. Hmm. Well, especially, does Landon hide under a lot of things? Yeah. Like, does he go under tables and stuff and hangs around there? Because he might want one that he can sort of crawl into. Yeah. So yeah, just, just try that out, really, as well. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Landon can talk, so that's a good thing. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so that's always a good thing. You can actually speak to him. Yeah. Basically, yeah, let, let him show you how he wants to be treated, I think. Nice. Catchy. I like that. Yeah. So to summarise, get him his own litter tray, what you said. Mm -hmm. Yep. See if he wants one that's covered. Feed him correctly yep. and, you know, the right things and the right amounts. Yeah. And don't let him do his business anywhere else. Yeah. Keep his business in the tray. Yeah. His tray. Yeah. Just just communicate about it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And give him treats. Yeah. That'll work. Lots of treats. Problem solved. I think so. Problem solved. Does your home ever smell, well, boring? It's too fresh in here. There's no character. Sounds like you need Cheese Breeze. The world's first air freshener that uses real cheese. You could have a Pongi Gorgonzola, or maybe a smoky Applewood. No thanks, just cheddar for me today. You got it. Have your home smelling nice and tangy in no time. That's Cheese Breeze, because fresh is so last year. A, B, C, 
A E F A to Z of brains. Well, here we go then. The first part of the A to Z of brains. Yep. This is your. This is completely your idea, John yep. Mango. I've got nothing to do with this idea. This is all you. So take it away. I'll take it away. So I think we should start at the beginning, don't you? Okay. Just before we start, what what's that? Oh, um, my brother's staying over, and he is a Morris dancer. Okay. So you might hear a bit in the background with his outfit. Right, brother Bill. Yeah, there's a lot of bells on it, so... Okay, well, did you let him know we were doing the podcast today? I did let him know, but he said he had to practice in the hall, so don't ask. It, we had a long conversation about it. All right, well, okay, that's fine, as long as you know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. I, I've told him, but... So, A to Z. Let's start at A, shall we? Not to com- So we don't confuse anyone. Mm-hmm. Do you know, Barrett, the amygdala... Uh, no. Well then, that's good, because I was going to tell you anyway, to be fair. Yeah, right. it's, it's part of the brain. Uh, it's like little almond-shaped clusters in the brain. Oh. Yeah? Are you, is that interesting already? So we've got almonds in our brain. Yeah, little almonds on either side of the brain. Are they really nutty, or...? Um, don't know. Right. Don't, I don't think anyone knows that, actually. Well, how do you know it's there if they don't know? I know it's there, I just don't know if it's nutty or not. Oh, Anyway, okay. you've derailed this section already, Barrett. Yeah, right. well... The, okay, well, there needs to be a scientific paper written on that. So the amygdala, these little bits, mm-hmm. they regulate your emotions, right? What does that mean? It means happy or sad or excited or perturbed. So these little almond nuts tell you how... To be happy or sad? Yeah, they tell you how to feel. Okay. Right. She follow me so far? Sort of. Well, someone's made something incredible. Who? Um, uh, I think it's called Desmond. Um, it's called the amygdala hijack system. Right. Or AHS. And basically, it's a small metal pill that you put up your nose. Right. Right. And yeah. it means you can control your own emotions 100% of the time with 100% accuracy. How? With an app. An app? Yeah. A robot app? Well, I won't call it a robot, but yeah, it's like electronic and stuff, isn't it, on a phone? Yeah, so the app, you have like you have the app on your phone. Like you have a phone, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you download this app... Yeah. Put in, put in all your details and payment information. They said not to worry about that. You just put that in. Right. Um, yeah. And then you can sort of go, hmm, how do I want to feel this morning? And you can put in, like, extra sad. Right. And but, put, like, put like an hour and a half, and then you'll feel really sad for an hour and a half. Why do you need an app for that, though? Because if you've got, like, an ex-girlfriend or something, couldn't you just go... Oh, I want to feel really sad today, and then look a pitch at a picture of her, because that works for me. You could, but what if, what if you don't have a picture? What if you never took any pictures together? Facebook. What if when you broke up, you tried to get back in contact with them, and they weren't having any of it, so they deleted you or blocked you? So now, even on your alternate secret Facebook account, like she doesn't come up at all when you search. Well, then I just stop. 
Right. Well, so at that point, you could use the app. Yeah, but I just have that whole experience in my mind, and that would make me sad. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so... You're making me think that this isn't that much of a breakthrough. Well, it, it could be. Just get rid of that AI. What if you put in happy yeah. and you just made yourself constantly happy? That'd be good. Yeah, but if you were constantly happy, wouldn't you then... When when something went wrong and you needed to learn from it and you were happy about it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I did, it, I did that wrong, but it's okay. Yeah, that's good. You'd just be happy all the time no matter what. Yeah, but then if you just did the same thing over and over again, that's the definition of insanity according to someone. I've heard that somewhere, yeah. So if you're happy, you'll just do the same thing over and over again. Right, so the app needs more work. Yeah, right. I think so. Well... Talk more about the almond nuts. Come on, almonds. That's a as well. Y- yeah, I, yeah I not... didn't even. I didn't even plan that. Well, well sometimes so happy you, accidents happen. Do you want me to talk about actual almond nuts or the amygdala almond nuts? Uh, whatever you were talking about before, that were like almond nuts. Right. The amygdala clusters are like little almond nuts. Yeah. And they so they regulate your emotions, but they also do you know fight or flight. Um, is that a film? It might be a film with um, Steven Seagal, but that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. It's when your body is in a mo- it goes into a mode when there's danger where you can either fight or you can just run off. Well, but I don't. When that happens to me, I don't do either of them, though. What? Are you just sort of paralyzed with fear? No. God, no. Why would I be like that? No, what I do is I question. That's not what right. I'm doing, is it? So I'm you've... not physically fighting and I'm not running away. Wow. You've, like, overridden it. Yeah. This should get you working on the app. No, no, I wouldn't do that. Well, folks, that's part one of 26 of A to Z of Brains. I hope you've learned about the amygdala and what it does and this wonderful app that I'm not actually affiliated with, but I just thought was a good idea. So, yeah, so to sum up, I've learned about the amygdala that it's an almond nut that's in your head that can tell you how to feel and... It basically is something that can be controlled by a robot. Bingo. So is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, well, I've learned something today. Great. I hope you have two listeners. See you next time. On A to Z of Brains. No comment. Oh, stand back, please. No Give us some room. No comment. Come on, out of the no way. No comment. Thank you. No Give comment. us some room. No comment. Why? It's only a celebrity problem. Whoa, whoa, stand back, everyone. As we said in the introduction, we've got a celebrity problem on our hands right now. And boy, is it a celebrity problem today. Am I I'm right, excited. John? I'm, yeah, I'm very excited for this one. Now, just to give people some context, because this is the first celebrity problem we're doing, um, we've been in contact with a famous, uh, well, he's not hes not really famous, he's, he's more like infamous, tabloid journalist. Um, his name is Marty Bofkin. Yeah, and he basically is going to give us some dirt every now and again on some uh, celebrities that have been up to uh, right. some funny business or up to no good, and uh, right. we've got to give some sort of advice to get them out of that situation. So I've got uh, a voicemail Marty's just sent through. Uh, oh, brilliant! Yeah, he just sent it through at like five a.m. last night. So uh, that's not that's not our time either. I got it at eleven a.m. That's his time. Oh, 5 that's very weird. 
Yeah, so um, here we go then. Here's Marty Bofkin. Hey, guys. It's Marty Bofkin here. I got some dirt on that uh, Channing Tatum, you know, the one from uh, Magic Mike. <laughs> Apparently, when he's on set, he likes to get up at 5 a.m. and he wakes up all the crew by performing forward flips on each trailer back to back, you know, like some sort of pouncing frog. He's crazy, man. Apparently, he got so bad on the set of Magic Mike that Matthew Mahogany, he threw a kettle at him, man. That's so crazy, right? <laughs> I'm just imagining that. Uh, hope you got some solutions for him. Otherwise, I've written this down because it's so good. Uh, otherwise, Hollywood's going to flip him off. <laughs> so there was uh, Marcy Bofkin there. Right. Um, obviously, he's got some some dirt there for, for us to siffle through. Siffle, that's not a word you've used much, is it? Siffle, siffle, I think I was meant to say. Siffle. I've got a question for you, Barrett, yeah. before we start. Is Channing Tatum the wide fella with the short hair? Um, I think so. Right. I think he's Got a you. big. He's a big man. Yeah. Yeah, he's sort of triangular. Yeah. I f yeah. yeah. I need to get a picture above him. Uh, just hold on a sec. Oh yeah. Oh, he's very triangular. Right now, I know who we're talking about. I'm ready to go. Okay. So Channing likes to forward flip on trailers to wake up all the crew. Yeah, and obviously he's had some problems because uh, one of the actors threw a kettle at him. Yeah. So, uh, what should we say to Channing then? What can we get him to to do to stop him from doing this? I think maybe a fun way we could solve it mm. is alarm clock sabotage. Okay, isn't would that wouldn't that be detrimental? If... Because alarm clocks would actually help people get up without him jumping. Oh, no, I'm thinking sabotage his so he doesn't wake up at oh. his 5am front flip alarm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just sleep in and then you can you can all be out. You can all get out of the trailers and go and he'll be flipping all over the trailers. There'll be nobody in there. No, but then everyone else will have to go for 5am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, so... Have you got any advice? Well, you know, that's the thing, John, is you've got to, you've got to think of the consequences of advice before giving it out. That's one thing you've got to learn. So... Here's my advice, right? Basically, it's kind of on the same lines as you, but mine is chains. Chain him down. Chaining Tatum. It's in the name, isn't it? Yeah. So literally, what what we need to do is he's not the boss, is he? He's not. He's not the director. No, so he's not. The director of the next film he's in needs to chain him when he's asleep. When he goes to sleep at like what? He must go to sleep at 9, 9 p.m. He must do if he's getting up at 5. Yep. So if you change him up then, chain him up, right, and put a uh, put one of those, uh, what is it, duct tape over his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So stop him from doing that. And then if there is a way to sort of remote control release the, K, the, the chains at, say, like a reasonable time, like 8. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'll be he'll be ready to go then. And a lot more energy as well to put into his performances. Well, he well he might have about three or four hours of just like struggling, so that might yeah. actually drain quite a bit of his energy. But hmm, I think I'll just say I'll say one thing: make sure that you hide in small print in his contract that he is to be chained down, just so there's no legal recourse. Mm -hmm. Well, also as well, uh, give a reason for it because um, yeah. Also, put in his contract if he does manage to get out and he does do his trailer front flipping. If he does that, fine him a lot of money. Yeah, five hundred pounds. 
what you could do is, because actors will go along with this, mm-hmm. if they say, why are you saying I'm going to have to be chained up in the morning, make up like a Russian name and say, oh, if you've ever seen any of this bloke's films, that's what he used to yeah. do and weren't his films brilliant. And they'll, they won't want to say they haven't seen them, so they'll go, oh, um, that guy. Sergei Kalashnikov. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sergei Kalashnikov say, oh, well, Sergei Kalashnikov used to do it, and I presume you've seen his films. They were brilliant, weren't they? And they'll go, oh, oh yeah, I'm happy to do that, Mr. Director. Yeah, that's true. Or Mrs. Or Mrs. Um, so another thing as well is because Channing Tatum's a bit of a hunk, you know, a yeah. bit of a hunk, a bit of a good guy. Yeah. Um, also... Uh, Hang on, let me just look him up again to confirm that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a bit of a hunk, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So what we can do as well is he can sort of... If we if we actually move... Get him out of the trailer, chain yeah. him up outside yeah. on a bed, like, that's sort yeah. of upright, people... And do it whilst he's sort of naked. We're, obviously, we're boxers, right? But, um, oh, you, well, I mean, you, you don't have to, but, like, you can, and I think it's probably wise to... But then people will walk past him, see his hunkiness, and that'll give that'll give them energy for the day. That's true. Inspiring. Yeah, because he's like, whoa, look at him. I feel good today. I have one problem, Barrett. What's that? What if Channing Tatum is an executive producer on the production? Uh he's gotta be he's not gonna stand for this then, is he? That might be a problem, yeah. Yeah. Because we we also need to ask, is Channing Tatum all right with this? Yeah. Because he might not be. And that would throw the plan into a bit of a... That would throw it into a spanner, definitely. We could just ask him. We could ask just him. Just ask him straight up. could ask him straight up. If he says no, he'll need some convincing. So money, maybe, or yeah. new car. Mm. Oh, mm. Some new jeans. Jeans, yeah. Or a year's supply of free haircuts. We know he likes to keep trim. Yeah, every week, every week. Yeah. Um, also, as well, method acting. Trampoline. Method acting. That'll get his his stock up, right? If he goes yeah. around saying, "I was chained to my bed for three yeah. three months on yeah. uh, I don't know, bloody blah blah's film," that's how yeah. showed I was committed. How committed yeah, that's I was true. to the role. Yeah, he could say, "Oh, I was playing Prometheus in a new film," and I thought. Just chain me up for a while, and then I'll just get it. I'll get what it's all about. The only problem is, is if he goes and plays like a in a family film, like if he goes and plays like I don't know, uh, Peter Pan. This or is something Doubtfire like too. Yeah. Yeah. Then um, you know there wouldn't be a a course for reason for him to get chained up because Peter Pan was never chained up, was he? No. And also, kids would be on set. So. Well, I think we've we've given some good advice here. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the main um, thing is is that we've got to remember the main thing is is not that we don't want to chain up Channing Tatum because he looks good. It's because there's a reason why. Yeah, it's the flipping. It's the flipping. Yeah. Yeah. And um, pardon my language. Yeah, well, it it is flipping annoying, I, I think. But he's you know he's taking the flip, yeah. and honestly, he needs to get a taste of his own medicine. Quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that involves getting chained up to a bed outside whilst people watch him. I mean, he's been in Magic Mike, so I assume that you know he's used to this kind of thing. So, if Channing Tatum's agents listening, mm-hmm. this is how you can you know keep him getting roles because 
it sounds like Hollywood are getting a little bit peeved at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's a celebrity problem solved. And if you're listening, yep. Channing, um, just just cut it out, mate. And from me, Channing, uh, I'm going to go watch some of your films now because I've not seen you before. Uh, have you not seen any of his films? No, I don't think so. All oh, right, okay. Jupiter Ascending, that's a good one. Right. Is that like astronomy? Uh, yeah, it's got brains and stuff in it. You'll like that. What else is he in? Uh, he's also in. Well, I said Magic Mike. You'll you'll really yeah. like that. Right, I'll get that um, one on the list. And he's in a film called. He's in Twenty One Jump Street, which is like a comedy film. I didn't really get. Hang most on, of it. it's not that funny for me. That's probably where he got the flipping from, isn't it? What from the comedy? Well, Twenty One Jump Street. Oh like yeah, that's true. About. That's probably where he did get it from. Good deducing there. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There we go then. Well, uh, we're coming to the end of the episode here, guys. Uh, we've we've definitely had some big problems today, and we've got some pretty big problems solved. I think we did some pretty good job today. So yeah, well done, Mango. Definitely. Thank you. Well done, Cold Iron. And um, we'll see you on the next one, guys. So have a good week and goodbye. See you then. Thank you.